Hey, good morning. It's Monday morning. I hope you are uh, had a great weekend. Uh, I know my family and I did. We got away for a little bit, went up to Memphis and uh, played around some and uh, saw some of the sights and ate some of the foods and just had a had a had a great uh, great getaway. Memphis is a, a fun town. I went to seminary up there, so I know a lot of know a lot of the sites and a lot of the places. And it was um, it was good. But as I said, it's the best part about going on vacation is coming home. So it was a quick trip, just a couple days up there. But uh, it's good to be home. Uh, looking forward to a great week this week at, at church. I'm excited about a series we're going to start this Sunday. Troublesome Bible passages. We're going to be Starting off this week looking at uh, Abraham and Isaac in Genesis 22, so I don't think you want to miss that. Uh, so looking forward to this series we're starting Sunday, and I hope you'll make plans this as you plan out your week this week. Come make plans to join with us at uh, St. Matthew's this coming Sunday for worship. It's going to be a going to be a great Sunday, and a lot of great things happening in church right now. So um, today we're continuing uh, with Ephesians. Um, Friday we looked at um, looked at the the passage with husbands and wives, the notion of what it means to be mutually submitted to each other, and how we can understand a passage that has often been problematic, uh, understand it in context, and understand it really for what God's trying to tell us within that passage. So it's interesting that if you look at this this Ephesians is such this end of Ephesians is such an interesting area because it, it it focuses on, on relationships and then spiritual warfare. There's just a really neat bridge here we see between relationships uh last uh, friday was marriage today is today is um um is is children and parents uh tomorrow um paul wrote it uh in light of um slaves and masters whenever i teach on this i talk of it in terms of um workplace relationships <laughs> you know so uh so that that we may we may talk a little bit tomorrow about slavery and how how the how scripture um if you Go back and read. Uh, we've not always done well uh, in the church with how um, Scripture um, deals with slavery in light of... And we'll, we'll talk... Well, spoiler, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I don't want to get ahead of that tomorrow. And then it, after that, talks about spiritual warfare. So um, uh, it's a very interesting concept. We'll probably spend some time the next uh, next few days talking about. Anyway, today, real quick, uh, it's just four verses. Uh, one, uh, Chapter 6, 1 through 4, where it says this. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, so that it might be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. There, there's an interesting, um, there's an interesting uh, dynamic there. Uh, we see words of instruction both for children and for, it says fathers, but we'll look at it in terms of, of parents. So we see the command to the children is this. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may be well with you and that you may live long upon the earth. So children are supposed to obey and um, honor their parents. That, that's, that, I, that's an interesting concept that I've heard. Um, I've heard some um, interesting conversation about what it means to honor your parents. Um of course, here it first says obey your parents. And I think um, particularly as they're younger, um, the Bible, remember, okay, let, let's go let's, let's go to last week's lesson on marriage, mutual submission. Paul here is really stressing to every relationship to be submitted to one another. So parents and children um, submit themselves to their parents, just to the husband and wife are mutually submitted to each other. Here, the, the, the children are... Are um, 
submitting themselves to their parents because the parents are the authority that God has placed over them. And so children obey your parents. Um, particularly, I think this is this this is an important thing to think about regarding um, stages of life. So as a child is younger, uh, elementary aged, preteen, teenage years. I mean, the old joke is, as long as you live under my house, you'll follow my rules. But yeah, kinda. Um, our parents were put here for us to obey. So the, the the question I've often heard about this though is, okay, two things. First, um, what about when you're out of the house? What about when you're an adult? So when I do premarital counseling with couples, I, I tell them that when they get married, um, when the preacher takes her hand and puts her hand in his hand and this new family's formed, at that point, the family that takes preeminence above all of the families is the husband and wife that were just wed that marriage moment. That is that is the that is the family that takes preeminence all over 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 all other families that are at play there. And so, quite often, a newly married couple will have conflict with their families of origin. Um, your parents may want something different than their parents want. And so, um, how do you start a new family? Well, honoring your parents. I think you can show honor to somebody even while not always agreeing with them. Particularly, you can, you can honor somebody even, even though you don't always do what they want you to do. I honor a lot of folks in my life that I don't do what they want. To honor somebody means to see the image of Christ upon them and to pay them the respect that they are due. So, I honor my parents. I, I do. To this day, I honor them and I respect them. Um, that's an important thing, a, a deference, if you will. We should honor and respect our parents, uh, even as they grow older, and as especially as they grow as we grow older. So even though my the family that takes preeminence in my life is me and Holly and our kids, um, I honor my parents. She honors her parents. We respect them. We appreciate them. We seek their opinion and wisdom and guidance. Many times we take their wisdom and guidance, but not every time. But we always respect them. Likewise, as my kids get older, hopefully someday in their life they'll get married. Hopefully someday they'll have their own families. And I would hope they would, I would, I would expect them to still honor me and respect me, but they're going to do their own thing. And they're going to chart their own path. And that's healthy. That's healthy. So that, 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 I think that's how that looks when we get older. What do you do if your parents aren't particularly good parents? I may hear that a lot. How can I obey my parents when my parents are acting in ways that are not appropriate? Um, just like just, just like with, with marriage, we talk about how that passage can be taken and used for harm. Uh, I, I, th I think no child, a, a, a child honors their parents and respects their parents, but a child also if the parent is is abusive or um causing harm or uh not 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 living as they ought um you can honor them but if they're not leading you if they if they're no one who truly loves you will do things that are destructive to you and you still honor a parent and you respect a parent who might not be the parent they need to be. You can still give them the honor they deserve as someone who bears the image of God. 
but it doesn't mean that you need to follow them into dangerous activities or dangerous behaviors. I think that I think the, the Bible has given us a tells us that we have a brain that we're to use. We're to use wise counsel, and we're to um, to allow the Spirit to lead us. Um, you know, even Jesus um, when. When the disciples said, "Your mother and father are outside," he said, "Who are my mother and father? Who are my, your mother and your brother and sister outside?" She said, "Who are my family? My family are the ones who um, who obey the word of God." But we then see, as well later, when Jesus upon the cross looked at John and said, "This is this is your mother, mother. This is your son." Jesus honored Mary even upon the cross. So, anyway, I, I think I think the key to this. Just giving our parents the respect and reverence that they're due as image bearers and those who God has placed in our lives. Now, it says, it says now fathers do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up with discipline and instruction. Uh, so as parents, we also should not provoke our children. And, and this is one of the things that the Lord showed me. There's a difference between discipline and punishment. And I want to be in the, in the business with my children of, dis, of teaching discipline, not in punishing. What's the difference? Discipline wants to encourage healthy behavior. I think punishment is about it's about consequences for bad behavior. I I never because my children are older now, so it's a little bit different. But when they were younger, and even now, I would never discipline my children when I was angry. I would give myself a moment or two or five to cool off and calm down because I didn't want them to ever uh, ever associate. Punishment or discipline with anger. Only to understand the reason why they were facing consequences was because of their actions, not because dad was angry. So don't provoke your children, parents. Don't provoke your children. But just as our parents, just as our children show us respect as image bearers, we should show our children the same respect as image bearers. They're made in God's image as well. And and one day when my kids were younger, I never forget the Lord. I was so mad at my children one day for just not having any self emotional self-control. I was like, golly, guys, get it together. And the Lord convicted me. He said, Andy, you know 40-year-old men and women who have no emotional self-control. How can you expect a child to have emotional self-control? Your job is not to get mad at your children for not having that self-control. Your job is to teach them how to have it. To teach them discipline in a healthy way. So don't provoke your children. Uh, but teach them, love them, guide them, shape them. So uh, it's a great job, great great challenge that God's placed before us as parents in it, y'all. If you're uh, blessed by God to have children, uh, it's a great um, responsibility, a great burden. But all of us have a parent. <laughs> so let's all pay respect and honor our parents. And if we're so fortunate to be blessed by God to have children, let's not provoke them. Let's teach them the way of the Lord. Hey, love you guys. Praying for you today. Have a great rest of your Monday morning. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Thanks.